Have you ever wondered who the descendants of Esau were? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. We try to start these podcasts with a little bit of a hook. Genesis 36, it's like, man, there's Honey, a lot of... Turn it up. Turn it up. I want to hear this. <laughs> right. There's a lot of names in here. It's like, what does this matter? <laughs> and we do want to get into that, though. Yeah. Why does scripture include all of these names? You know, you think of like just the, the, a person who hasn't... And most Bible readers aren't seminary people. Even I'm a seminary. I've gone to seminary. You have. And yeah. I get into this with personal readings. Like, I don't know. Why well, is it in here? Let's do this. Let's get through those. Uh, let's read and the, we'll first talk about all, the first nine verses. And then, yeah. yeah. All right, sounds good. I'll let you read. All right, Genesis 36. It says, this is the account of the descendants of Esau, also known as Edom. Esau married two women from Canaan, Ada, the daughter of Elan Hittite, and Ohoma Lama, the daughter of Anna, the <laughs> granddaughter of Zibian the Hivite. Now, uh, just to kind of rewind a little bit, this is who um, Isaac and Rachel Isaac and Rebecca. Isaac, sorry, Isaac and Rebecca really struggled with. These are the two daughter-in-laws that, mm-hmm. that just kind of sowed some Because, yeah, of, Esau got married. Remember, they were yeah. Hittite women or pagan yeah. women. Hittite, Hittite women, women. And they drove them crazy. And they and, sowed some seed of, uh, of discord in the family. He also married his cousin. Another. <laughs> base math. <laughs> yeah, base math. But I'm just more thinking cousin. <laughs> Basama. Oh, yeah, his cousin. You know, yeah. He's from Alabama. His cousin, base math from Alabama. No, I'm joking. Who was the daughter of Ishmael? The she sister remember Ishmael, of, yeah. yeah. The sister of Neboeth. Ada gave birth to a son named Eliphaz for Esau. Base math gave birth to a son named Ruel. Oholabama gave birth to sons named Josh, Jalam, and Korah. All these sons were born to Esau in the land of Canaan. Esau took his wives, his children, and his entire household along with his livestock and cattle. All the wealth he had acquired in the land of Canaan and moved away from his brother Jacob. There's not enough land to support them both because of the livestock and possessions they had acquired. So this is kind of like with Abraham and... Well, um, and he was honoring the blessing. Yes, he was honoring the blessing, which is interesting because remember the blessing or the... the, Not the blessing, but the birthright was that Jacob then had the right to stay in the land of his father. Okay. And... Esau probably could have overpowered Jacob, but he did not. He honored that birthright that he had traded away many years ago and then allowed Jacob to stay in that land, and he moved away, even though Jacob had disappeared for a while. Yeah. So you do see some character in Esau here. So Esau, also named Edom, settled in the hill country of Seir. This is the account of Esau's descendants, the Edomites, who lived in the hill country of Seir. And then it's just a ton of names that I do not want to pronounce. (laughs) Well, and you're, you're certainly welcome to go through these. Usually when we have, there's little things that are thrown in um, with a list of names. There's not a lot here in the rest of this chapter. But the, one of the things I wanted to highlight is to help us understand Scripture and the purpose for Scripture. That is, people think that the Bible was intended just to be read cover to cover from Genesis through Revelation. Yeah. And that's just not, it's not how it was written. It's not what the intention was. No, it doesn't mean it's bad. So we're not bashing people who do like the Bible in a year or anything no, like that. No, I mean, honestly, I mean, I've done it a few times. I, I've done it several times. But that's never been my valuable way of reading Scripture. It wasn't even written in that order. So the the books of the Bible were not written in the order that we have them. Genesis through Deuteronomy, they were written in that order. But then you you get Psalms, for example, scattered out throughout Israel's history, and most of them written by David, so during David's time. And it's it's just the, the intention was 
to read the historical parts of the Bible as history, and that can be read chronologically or read written from cover to cover. But a lot of these sections, even within these historical accounts, were reference material. For example, the law, Exodus yeah. and Deuteronomy. It's not that people would just sit down and read that. Or Leviticus, it's where people get Leviticus stuck. Leviticus. Yeah. Um, instead, this is reference material. It's like you wouldn't sit down and read a law book or an encyclopedia. Yeah. Or even a dictionary sometimes. No, I, I mean, I've known people that have done that, but they were yeah. usually a little... Uh, unique. You know, very unique, yes. <laughs> so, but understand, I mean, this is that doesn't mean it's less valuable. Right. Encyclopedias, dictionaries, or ancestry records are extremely valuable, but yeah. it's not something that and we typically sit down and And they've proven scripture over and over and over. That's really what this does. It, yeah. it points to the credibility of yeah. scripture because these things would not have been written down with all of these names in the way that they were written down, if the author didn't know these names, if this wasn't a very early record where they wrote them down close enough to the time when all of this happened that they would be able to actually write and know the names of these people yeah. and who they descended from. Yeah. So this points to the credibility of Scripture, that this is a book that we can believe. And we hope that that comes as an encouragement to you because I do feel for people, especially new believers, who are like, oh, I want to read the Bible, such great heart, such great intentions. They start reading in Genesis, and then they get to chapters like this in verse, you know, or chapter 36, and they're like, oh, I guess this isn't for me. I don't understand anything that's going on. And I was, so you just want to say to you, that's okay to run into this stuff where it's like, I don't understand any of this. It's really okay. A lot of this, as you said, Dad, is like a dictionary, or it's like an encyclopedia where it's a reference point for history. It proves scripture to be true. It's not necessarily read to be a narrative from front to mm -hmm. end, though it all does tie together. Yeah, and the most important thing that we can do is is for us to not so much focus on the things that we don't understand, though if, there, if it's possible to come to an understanding, but the best thing we can do is concentrate on what we do understand. Yeah. I have enough trouble practicing and living out what I do understand that I can focus there yeah. and grow immensely because of it. Yeah. So chapter 36, essentially what it does, it finishes off the story of Esau. Even Jacob and Esau as brothers, because once we get into chapter 37, which you'll get tomorrow when you read tomorrow, Saturday, and then... Yeah, we start the narrative of Joseph. Yeah, so we're going to pick this up, the narrative of Joseph, then on Monday. But I want you to read, it's really important that you read this weekend. So you read chapter 37 and 38 on Saturday and Sunday, and then we're going to pick up in 39 on Monday. Yeah. Well, let's get over to Proverbs, and let's take a look at... Uh, we were Yeah, Proverbs in, chapter 7, and, you know, we talked, uh, was it yesterday, about, you know, the immoral woman, and there's just so much again in Proverbs in chapter seven, and yep. all of that, and we had a complaint about that, but that's the scripture, it's a lot of it, and that's what chapter we, we 7 is We can't back well. off, we no. can't back off. This is what God has said, and he said yep. it for a reason, yep. and he knows more than anybody that might be complaining about it. Right. Uh, but I, I do, I, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I just want to look over at verse four of chapter seven because it's a remainder of the chapter seven that talks about, again, be careful of this, this, it's a simple minded man that's actually focusing on a foolish person. But uh, to, to begin that whole thing, he says in verse four, this is what this, this kid didn't do. He says, love wisdom like a sister, which speaks positively, of course, of mm -hmm. a woman because the way you love your sister, you're to love wisdom. Oh, you, know, you protect 
your sister. You yes. respect your sister. That's what that's what he's saying is you mm-hmm. love wisdom, you respect wisdom, and you protect your wisdom. Make insight a beloved member of your family. Yeah. That this ought to be this craving that I want to live a life of wisdom. I began to pray that way. I saw enough foolishness around me and even in my family and growing up. I began to pray that way as a very young Christian. God, I don't have wisdom. I am such a fool. Give me wisdom. Help me to make wise choices and do the right thing yeah. in such a way that will honor you. When I think of the prophet. I think it was Jeremiah the prophet. He said, seek and you shall find. And then Jesus quoted that prophet mm-hmm. later on, seek and you shall find. The same is true. I mean, it is true with Jesus, but it is true with wisdom as well. Seek wisdom, you will find it. But most people, they just don't want to seek it. No, it's so much easier to act on our feelings, yep. which is the opposite of wisdom. And so concentrate on that today. You're going to be tempted to do some things that your feelings will lead you into. And it will always take you away from God and take you away from good relationships with other people. So today, you concentrate on being wise. And do that, in fact, through the weekend. Keep reading this weekend. We look forward to seeing you in church on Saturday night or Sunday morning. And otherwise, we'll rejoin you again on Monday. Oh,